everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of our Smoky Mountain Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 132, August the 6th, 1994 of Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and this is Booking the Territory, the unprofessional wrestling podcast. We're sitting here today. We're back in Northwest Ash High School in Warrensville, North Carolina. 500 or so people in attendance. Docked into demographics a few weeks ago. Last week, we took a little bit of a break from this venue. So this week, we're going to uh, jump back into the normal flow of things. Even though Night of Legends was the night before this, and I believe Summer Blast was the night of this uh, airing. or not, not Summer Blast. Fire on the Mountain was the night that this aired as well. So we're taking a little bit of a break. Get back to the normal... Uh, process and not any type of recap or whatever and then we'll get to night of legends fire on the mountain stuff i guess in the weeks to come but with that said i'm sitting here with doc and Hardbody harper harper hey during the pre-show just now we were watching some sopranos hey. that was kind of funny <laughs> uh, how are you this morning did that brighten your morning up it's the best show ever dude <laughs> hilarious <laughs> oh, fucking shit. veto veto Vito, no. what are you doing here? What? You a fucking fag? I know, uh, guys. It's a joke, man. <laughs> he yeah. was there. Wait, do you remember when they were talking about it? He's like, he's like, are you sure he just wasn't there and just got just happened to be there? No, the motherfucker had his chaps on and his leather yeah. hat and his leather vest. He fit he right wearing, in the motherfucker. He was wearing a leather vest and a hat like the guy from the village people. <laughs> <laughs> Doc, how are you? Well, <clears throat> you know, you're going to tell me a process. Sopranos watch along wouldn't be good, Doc, after what we just did the last 10 minutes? I was the one that said well, this is our next podcast. But, um, you know, I started the, the process a while back for my race turn. I want to say that going into today, I want to cancel that because I don't want to be standing next to the black people in this episode because it's about to get dangerous. Won't you, won't you do like what all old white folks say, and go, and try to like sound like you're hip and go, it's about to be lit up in here, lit AF, lit. I heard. Oh my god, lit I heard AF. A white guy say, I heard a as fuck. I heard a white guy say that recently. It's gonna be lit as fuck up in here. I was like, dude, rewind. Please use another choice of words. Because you sound like a moron. Even my wife was laughing. She's like, holy shit, that sounds terrible. And you're, right. a guy who, you're a guy who went out there and got him a white prize for a wife. So, I mean. A what? A white, white prize. prize. What the fuck does that supposed to mean? Don't worry Your about black it. wife is the whitest person I know. Don't, please don't ever say that around her. Oh my God, she would fucking. You know how Why, Mrs. Doc. She she used to get teased because the school she went to uh, was a public school, but it was in like the you know white part of town back in yeah. the eighties. And um, 
she would get teased about it. So she she gets hot, dude. When people, man, you want to ever see her get hot, like cut promo type hot, ready to like you know hurt somebody? Tell her some shit like that. Ooh, she'll get mad, bro. Real mad. Um, whatever, Michael. Whatever, anyway. Michael Mills. Why did no, I fucking it, marry you? You know why she get? You know why she gets mad? Because she she basically speaks proper. Except, except right. when she gets mad. When she gets mad, she, she, talks, she, she talks like a white sorority girl, dude. So, but when she gets mad, it comes out of her like that. Gets, She'll take off her shoe and throw it at you. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. She it's, starts it's, hawking it's, up. Yeah, it gets real. It gets, it gets real. It gets all the way live. It gets lit <laughs> as fuck. But she, so she'll get like people used to tell, "Oh my god, you speak so proper," and she would take that as, "Oh, so I don't sound like a." bleep to you that's and nice I, what yeah, so she, she gets mad when we don't use that word on this show that's right I'm just, I'm just telling you what she says everybody anyway, is welcome here i agree everybody's welcome so let's keep the show moving so um les and bob they open up the show um uh, again when this aired the previous night was night of legends but tonight august 6 1994 is fire on the mountain um, that was going to take place in Johnson City, which drew a reported 1800 So more on that later. I forgot to start the Patreon video, Doc. Come on, you got to remind me about things like that, man. Jesus it's Christ, hard. Doc. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now that Les is about to call the gangsters boys. Does he really? At the beginning yeah. of the show? Yeah. You have a timestamp? No. Damn, I don't want to play the whole thing. Well, he calls them boys. How do you no, feel when somebody calls you boy, boy? They go, boy. Boy. Hold on. Let's see something. Look at those boys again, and that's a hot take. Oh, there, you and go. Dirty. there you go. Talking yes. to some of the competitors a little later on today, the competitors especially in the main event, and also we're going to be previewing some of the things you'll see tonight in Fire on the Mountain. Absolutely. And, of course, on today's program, the Thrill Seekers in action, the gangsters are in the house. We're going to get a look at those boys again, and that's a hot tag team, and the dirty white boy on today's Why card as well. Why can't they be you're right. He doesn't say it in a derogatory manner. Though. Why can't they be men? He says it like fucking Foghorn Leghorn from the Bugs Bunny cartoon. Boy, I, I said boy. There's a chicken, boy. I said boy. Yeah, he, I don't know if he really. I'm said. a chicken hawk, and I eat chickens. <laughs> chicken okay. hawk. The fuck is a chicken hawk? A gay guy in in uh in that terminology. Yeah. It preys on young boys. Oh. All right. So, um, any thoughts on the opening of the show, Doc? I think Les may need to go to Smoky Mountain sensitivity training, but whatever. Quite possibly. Uh, the only other thing that they say is um, Bob welcomes in the Armstrong boys since they will be uh, get a shot at the at Primetime Brian Lee and Candido's tag belts in this episode. It was meat and potatoes. I wasn't going to play it, so uh, we'll keep it moving. You got Brian Logan versus Dirty White Boy in the opening match. Dirty White Boy basically wins a very, very quick match against Brian Logan. Doc, did you have anything from this? I could see in the back corner going, all right, Tony, I need you to go out there and give me 90 seconds and pound the shit out of him. That's nice. Uh, yeah. He gave him a little more than 90 seconds. I'm going to say maybe two minutes, but who knows? I didn't I didn't get it. And what do you have, uh, Hopper? Nothing. Yeah, same here. So then we go straight from that to a promo. Um, and Doc, this is what you wanted to talk about last week, so I'm gonna throw it to you after he's done. But it's it's Cornette and Conan Chris Walker. Here it is. 
Dirty white boy, you may be worried about Mr. Excitement Dick Slater tonight at Fire on the Mountain in Johnson City, but as you can see right here, the newest member of the union, Conan Chris Walker, the ultimate male, is in your future, punk. As you can see from what happened here just a few minutes ago in Chilhowee, Virginia, the finals of this battle royal, when the dirty white boy viciously attacked me from behind without provocation, and I bravely stood up to him, tried to fight him off, but he used every underhanded tactic in the book. You see the white boy now cowering from me, begging off, begging me, please, Jim Cornette, don't beat me anymore. But then, then, while my back was turned, while I was trying to assist some old lady in the front row, the dirty white boy attacked me from behind again, and I slipped on a banana peel and fell to the ground. But thankfully, my newest union member, Conan Chris Walker right here, was here to save the day. He tried to attack Chris Walker from behind too, but Chris Walker's too much of a man for him, because Chris Walker, like I said, is the ultimate male. Chris Walker takes the dirty white boy and literally demolishes him. Well, once again, slipped on the same banana peel that I did, but you can see that the dirty dirty white boy was scared. He feared for his life. He feared for his career. He had every intent of running from the ring when thankfully a fan out of the front row threw something into his eyes which blinded him so he wasn't able to run away and Conan Chris Walker, the ultimate male, the newest member of the union, fight the Federation of International Thugs and Eliminators, takes over on the dirty white boy. You see the massive power in Conan Chris Walker's mighty arms, his huge chest. Conan Chris Walker is the man, dirty white boy, that you want to be. The man that every man in the Smoky Mountain area wants to be. The ultimate male. And now I tell Chris Walker, go ahead, that backstabbing, backjumping, turncoat traitor, dirty white boy, go ahead and give him a taste of what the backbreaker can do, what the backbreaker can dish out. How does it feel, white boy, when you're hanging suspended in the air six feet up with the massive arms of Conan Chris Walker? wrapped around your head and your leg, literally breaking you in half. Dirty white boy, you may be the Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion now, but when the ultimate male, Conan Chris Walker, gets his hands on you one more time in a title match, then you're going to be the ex-champion. I'm going to be managing the new Smoky Mountain heavyweight champion, the ultimate male, Conan Chris Walker, and he's going to break you in half, white boy, like he's done to everybody he's ever faced. Dirty white boy, how does that back feel, huh? When Conan Chris Walker took you and broke you like a biscuit because dirty white boy that's exactly what you are a boy but this is a man the ultimate male conan chris walker the newest member of the union the federation of international thugs and eliminators and i don't care about dick slater i don't care about any of the other challenges that you've got dirty white boy this is the man that's going to bring the gold and the belt home to the union the first time that i've ever managed the smoky mountain heavyweight champion is coming ever nearer because conan chris walker look at the arms look at the massive chest the biceps the triceps the quadriceps he's got every kind of muscle look at that Hard as a rock. Everything on this man is hard. And dirty white boy, he's coming after you and the gold. <laughs> Doc, you were talking about this guy last week, and you know I'll throw it to you first since you had a lot to say then. Everything on him is hard. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I get it. Stayed in there. Does he remind you of a little bit more jacked up Brian Pillman? Yes. Maybe a little. Why did he steal Lex Luger's finisher? That's taking a shot at Brian Pillman, though, man. <laughs> Dude. Well, he's like a poor man, homeless man's version of Brian Pillman. I mean, come on. Early Brian Pillman, too, right? Flying Brian. Yeah. Uh, he stole Lex Luger's finisher. Right? 
Yeah, he puts him in a torture rack. He had Dirty White Boy in a torture but rack. But am I the only one that was popping when Corny was talking about banana peels and shit when you were watching the video? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that because shit was hilarious. That, was the old woman in the front row. Yeah. Through this, yes. <laughs> he jumped me from behind. Dirty White Boy jumped me from behind. It, that's just good old-fashioned classic heel work. But apparently... They had big plans for this guy, and he was just a nut job, and it just freaked out and left, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I just Googled him. They said he did some jobber stuff with WWF before this. Didn't Corn? Oh, before this, he did jobs for WWF? Yeah, they said in in uh, 92, he did like it said, he did like jobber stuff for, on uh, house shows. I didn't know that. I knew yeah. what Corny said about him that he brought him in. I forgot who recommended him, but he brought him in in like the first. I think Corny said the first. I think two of the first four bookings. I, I'm gonna get this shit wrong, so don't quote me. He no showed. So like he he kind of just flaked out from the start. So my thing was, I'm like, okay, so this guy showed up. They cut a promo with him here, which this was filmed. You know, obviously probably uh, who knows when and then he worked night of legends and then that was basically it like he was never he was never around after that right which is what a dick i mean damn <laughs> like so court this is the funny part is like think about that corny brings this guy in and he's immediately putting him up against the fucking champion of the promotion and the guy just disappears um, and I think Doc didn't Corny say he he no one's ever heard from him again. Not not no one, but he was saying he's never heard from well, him. Well, and I, well, yeah, because I would imagine that when you kind of screw Corny over like that, you become persona non grata. Yeah, in that sense. Well, so he just disappears, and like I said, don't get too attached to him at this point. <laughs> and that was that. I mean, yeah, there's a, there's promise when he's standing there looking like a million bucks, but. That these actually bo- these was... bookings aren't optional here, pal. We we sort of need you to show up. So that guy was literally not him, but that type of guy. And that from ninety five through the early two thousands, probably around two thousand five. Whenever a promoter saw a guy like that, they yeah. didn't care what they could do in the ring. They wanted them. And you know if why he... that is. Because he has a look. Because of all the... When I told you a year ago, and now it's happening on our NWA show, all these guys like Luger and Sting that don't really love the business and nobody really put them through their paces start showing up. It messes everything up. You heard me. So you make this about Sting. Man called Sting. Why, Why make this about... This has nothing to do with Sting, Doc. But 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 you bring Sting up. I, I, I'm not getting I'm not getting pulled into a discussion with you about that right now. Let's keep going. We got the dirty white boy. He's going to talk fire on a mountain versus Dick Slater. Tell me the dirty white boy. Oh, I can't I wait. You, we tonight, talked about tonight, it tonight. 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 Yeah. Fire on the mountain. Johnson City at Freedom Hall. Dirty Dick Slater. I want you to sit it up and I want you to come loaded for bed. I want you to get down mean and nasty because I know that's the type of person you are because I'm kind of that way. I was sitting back. The white girl told me, 
You're laying back too much. You've got to start getting mean and nasty. Pull somebody's eyeball out. Rip a head off. Stick your fist down their throat. And that, gentlemen, is exactly what I intend on doing. I've worked too damn hard to get this belt to let anybody else take it away from me. And as far as Jim Cornette and Chris Walker is concerned, I'll see you during the week. Yeah. All right, fans, tonight's the night. Fire on the man, Johnson City. We'll be right back right after this. Uh, Harper, any thoughts on Dirty White Boy right there? Fucking Dirty White Boy, man. I can't fuck. I can't. I want to see this match with with he, with with him and Dick Slater. He said, "I worked too damn hard to get this belt to let anyone." What did he do? Buy Jake too many eight balls so he couldn't show up? Come on, shut up. Well, kayfabe when nobody knows that. Yeah, it's a great and, line, but I was like, "Tell me more about what it is you think you did to get this belt." Well, you can't blame him for that. I'd, yeah. I'm not. It was a great promo. He's fired up. He's great. I'm just popping at the line, pal. We have to talk about something. And um, the thing is, too, in 1994, I mean, nobody knew Jake flaked out and decided to go uh. through a few extra lines of cocaine and eight balls and wasn't showing up to, to you know, do his deed. So, yeah, nobody knew back then. So, you know, give know. Tony credit for, for making it seem believable, saying he worked too damn hard to get it back. That was wrestling back then. Bitches. Nah, my two cents. Anything else, Doc? No. Good stuff. Rock and Roll Express yeah. come out next. They show a clip. I didn't want to play this, but what the I hair? want to talk. I want to talk about it. They show a clip of what Tammy will look like without hair after they cut their, um, after they cut her hair after tonight's match in Johnson City uh, for Fire on the Mountain. But uh, Doc, I'll throw it to you first. What, what thoughts did you have about what happened here? Still with this hit promo it. the hair. Yeah. So what? But so she looked what? really young in that picture. Boy, she looked innocent, didn't she? She did uh-huh. not look like she was ready for the hell that her life was going to become. That's nice. It did look like a young picture of her, like not a. Yeah. So you would still hit it? You mean bald? Nah. Oh yeah. When you say hit it bald, are you talking about her head or her vagina? Okay. All of the above. Uh, and Hopper, you want to tell us, you know, for people who don't listen to the NWA show, you mentioned uh, you like it high and tight. You I like it high it, and tight. What's yeah. that mean? Something. You, have you don't something. like it. You don't like it bald, but you don't like it like a bush like the 70s. No, right? no, bro. I mean, fuck. Okay. You're an adult woman. Look like it. <laughs> 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 Keeping it moving. Uh, we get Chris Hamrick and Anthony Michaels versus the Thrill Seekers. No surprise the Thrill Seekers win. I don't. I literally think there's no surprise from anyone here that the no. Thrill Seekers would have won this match. But uh, Harper, what do you have from it, if anything? They got new gear. They do. Um, I like the old gear better. Yeah, me too. This looks kind of heelish with the it gray looks, and the it, black, and and it's it looked, got that the fucking tassels like with uh. Reno Riggins used to fucking have. It looks like their heels and with that tassel and the fringe coming from it, it almost looks like they want to be like the rock and roll a little. But I'm not saying that's what they were going for. I'm just saying it. Yeah. It's got that, I don't know, look to it to me. So anyway, Doc, what did you have from it? Nothing. Yeah, they win. 
Uh, are we uh, playing the cornet and the heavenly bodies are about to come out? Doc? Mm-hmm. If you, uh, if you no, want. No, we got other things to do, but he did say that the rats were going to be excited that they're coming back. Yeah. I, I, that's why I wanted to play it, so here it is. I hope the thrill seekers are feeling better because the banner headlines in all the wrestling magazines, all the newspapers, everybody's talking about the heavenly bodies coming back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. The ban hadn't been lifted yet. I'm still working on that. But thanks to the thrill seekers going to all these officials, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, the World Wrestling Federation, everybody getting involved in it. The thrill seekers want their chance to get even. Don't want to chase the bodies all across the country, so they're going to get it. August 5th through August 13th, the Heavenly Bodies are back at Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and they're going to do some damage to the Thrill Seekers. Yeah, they're still making accusations. They're still making statements. But, Jimmy, let me ask you this. Are these guys just a little bit too cute to give you guys a problem? Huh? <laughs> you know, first off, Jimmy, all the girls are going to be so excited to see us back oh, at Smoky Mountain. Baby, they're going to run that. from them <laughs> Thrill Seekers, little baby face, cute boys. <laughs> well, hey, boys. We're coming wait, back wait, to smoke. They, 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 you, you mean they used to have cute little <laughs> Oh, that's right. Not anymore. I think after that trunk got slammed on your face, Jericho, I think after you got punched in that gut a few times and in your mouth, Storm, I think you guys found out that it's not so easy when you're real cute and real pretty. All the little girls may pat you on the back and say how nice and wonderful you may be. But remember, when we come back to Smoky Mountain Wrestling, there's not too much distance between a pat on the back and a kick in the pants. And we'll not only kick you in the back of your pants, but we'll kick you in your teeth too again. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's I mean, exactly right. You know, everybody's talking about the night of the legends, August 5th, fire on the map. Alright, I paused it. I think that was the part y'all wanted to hear, right? Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Del Rey is such a sleaze ball. <laughs> I want him wait. to come to work and like act out things I tell people in the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Because he's back there with the facials, he's pulling his pants up, he's mm. just talking about banging the rats when they get back to the Smoky Mountains. And then Dr. Tom was a bit of a prophet here talking about their their baby faces because something happens to Jericho in this match and we're going to see it where it's like yeah, I don't know if he's got a baby face anymore, but we'll talk about that when we get to uh, Night of Legends and we talk a little bit about what happens with their match. But anyway, I just, I agree, Doc. I want to see Jimmy Del Rey <laughs> at work acting that things out. That sucks he died. Yeah, yeah that's, a, that's usually that's a thing, right? It that's sucks. Just, that's Poor yeah, Jimmy. most of the time. Uh, he, was a, he was a piece of work, though, from, from what everybody says. Not just corny. I've actually heard from a couple of people, other people besides the people we know that yeah. knew him. And Jimmy wasn't uh wasn't wasn't always the greatest guy to be around. Let's say it like that. So what? Oh. Neither are you. Yeah. Well, why do You're you hang black. around with me? You see he didn't answer that question. Why you hang around with me then, Doc? Who says that I do? I do this for the Docaholics, pal. Okay, sure. Uh after Cornette and the Heavenly Bodies it's thrill seekers. Uh, Lance and Chris are pretty fired up. Do you all have anything from it though? I thought they stumbled a lot here, and this wasn't very good. Yeah, uh, Jericho stumbled. Well, when I say they're fired up, I mean they're like really into it. They're they're trying wow. hard. They're trying to drum up the interest. I don't think they oh. were bad. That's exactly what we wrote wrote on your performance review last year at work. Well, first off, you don't do any performance reviews for me, so I don't know what you're talking about, but. Whatever. I'm in on those. I'm in on those discussions and make sure they're worded correctly so that you can hopefully get a clue one day. But whatever. And if anybody out there believes that, actually, we don't anymore. 
Notice he's being silent over there. He don't want to answer. <laughs> I was taking a drink of coffee. Of course we do this stuff. He's not escaping a tongue lashing for his terrible performance this year. Come on, get real. He knows not of what he speaks. Uh, I don't want to play that promo because I want to get to the real stuff here. I want to get to it. I want to be there you, in it. You see how he's cheating y'all, everyone? You see I want to cheating y'all. Right, because I want to get to. I you see get how he's the, cheating y'all? I want to get to the segment that's uh-huh. lit AF. The lit uh-huh. AF, dog. Air Force. So, the next match is Scott Studd and Steve Skyfire versus the Gangsters. And I don't know why, but I've got a note. To 1958. Play. No, hold on, hold on. I've actually got a note, before, like, even before that. And I don't know why, but I'm going to play it because something made me say this. This is after Tommy Noe. I guess he introduces Stud and Skyfire. Here it is. Skyfire! Hold it now! Hey, you're in the house, brother. Oh, I tell you right now, the gangsters and always free Stay in the house, brother. Team of bodyguards left. Yes, the security force, Bob. As we mentioned last week, they don't trust the local police anywhere, so they bring their own security guys. They come out in the four corners of the ring, and then you're going to see two jacks at the top of head. Well, they're wild. We saw him last week right here at Boogie Mountain Wrestling. One of those vicious things. I want Tommy Noe to introduce him. So that's what I'm waiting on here. I'd be watching these guys every move they make because I think they could be deadly. They're wild. They're unpredictable. They're loud. They're angry. They're abusive. Abusive. I don't think anybody likes them. And they're that way 100% of the time. Ladies and gentlemen, introducing their opponents. Total combined weight of 90 pounds from Oakland, California. New Jack and Mustafa Saeed, the Gangsters. Jesus, <laughs> All right. Doc, you got a timestamp you want me to go to after uh, all of 19, that? Did, did, 1958. Real quick, did Less Not Sound super white there? I, 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 you don't want me to say what I'm going to say because you're afraid I'll run him off. Oh. Okay, yeah, don't do that. Less. All right. <laughs> 1958. Let me hit play with some sound. So here it is. Not only do they wrestle a big game in the ring, but he's frisking New Jack. Can you talk about what we've seen on this Alright, so Doc, you want to... I just watched it, but go ahead and explain what happened, Doc. Instead of standing there, you know, sticking a boot up, another boot up, letting Mark Hildebrand, you know, check his boots for foreign objects or, you know, whatever, <laughs> and the normal... <laughs> Shaq grabs the top rope. Assumes the position to be frisked. <laughs> then, right. then, 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 then one of them's like, "Well, I guess he's used to that." Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, let me tell you, uh-huh. um, Kevin Carter, one of our listeners out there, he was telling me how tense it was uh, when the gangsters came into the territory. He was at a lot I of the bet, shows. I bet, because they weren't just playing like the black <laughs> rap song that everybody in that crowd knew. Yeah. Right. It was... <laughs> that was the more Kill Whitey version of the rap collection back then. <laughs> and nobody had probably heard rap. Jesus Christ. I w- we should... Talk about getting in the boogie mobile. I would love to have been there for that. Yeah, man. <laughs> God. All right. So on to the match. Scott Studd puts a 
on a few nice maneuvers to Mustafa, and the crowd was loving seeing the, their, you know, white me baby face hero put it on Mustafa. Um, I want to point out something that we haven't mentioned yet. Uh, New Jack has 187 on his pants leg, and for for people out there who don't know, I assume most I'm do. One eight seven on the undercover cop. One eight seven is the California penal code for the crime of murder. If you don't know, now I assume most know, but if you don't, that's the significance of that. At one point in the match, Les talks about how these two hanging in the hood together know a thing or two about watching each other's back, and I don't know. Just that dude, when he, me. what is New Jack saying about rock and roll? They keep beeping out, dude. I don't, I don't know, but because whatever else, he's saying that they're beeping out, if it's real and not just a work to make it seem worse than it is, he's popping off in a high school gym with kids there, which is even better. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't All the right. ECW arena, right? Right. This ain't Philly, the ECW arena where it was, We're, you know, a bunch anything of went. guys that never seen a real snatch. This is like call your civic organization if you want Smoky Mountain Wrestling. <laughs> Can you can you imagine they're still talking about call your civic organization and the gangsters have come in? I mean, right? Call what the fuck? <laughs> call and and how many times do you think those guys were called ends, either on the no, way to the ring or on the way back? I tried to listen to see if I could hear it because when they do that promo, I'm like, they gotta be hollering it. Someone does, and I tried hard to listen. See if I could hear it, but I didn't hear anything. Well, New Jack is going to say it in a promo in the next couple of weeks. He's going to... No, but like the crowd say, hey, shut up, you bunch of... Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. It's hard to hear because the music's playing too, so you can't really key in on it, but... I'll I'll say what I was going to say about New Jack's upcoming promo. Anyway, um, the gangsters win, and Doc, I'll throw it to you. Any other thoughts on the match? They got some stuff in, man. Yeah, they did. I mean, it's not a long match, but they did get some stuff yeah. in. They're yeah. limited in the ring, but who gives a shit? Man, yeah. and Mustafa's got that prison physique. Mm-hmm. He's a big boy. Boy, huh? Yeah. Uh-huh. He's a big bastard. Is that better? Because he probably really is, right? Okay, Doc. There you go. So you keep poking me. I'll give it to you if you want it. Okay. Anyway, they win... Jack and Mustafa, and uh, that was that. Um, let's get to the promo now. Hold on. Oh, boy. This is this is fucking fantastic, by the way. Yeah. Here, here is... Uh, so first off, let me say it. If you're not watching on Patreon, there's a sign underneath the... It's promo. called a Chiron, I believe, and it says basically go. the views of the gangsters don't reflect Smoky Mountain, which is <laughs> genius. Well, and I on. think and I think they had to do it because some of the TV stations were like, "Hey, hey, hey." No, Corny said that they didn't have to. He said they just did it because it made it seem like it was real. Okay, well that's cool too. But it does say the views of the gangsters are not those of Smoky Mountain or this station. So they they, <laughs> they make sure to put that. Disclaimer out there, Smoky Mountain doesn't authorize this, nor does the station. That said, let's get to it. Bob Connell with the Gangsters. 
All right, fans, right here with me now, the gangsters undefeated so far in Smokey Mountain Wrestling. I heard you calling out, where in a rock and roll? When you get like a rock and roll in the Thrill Seekers, it may not be easy. First of all, they don't even have an airport to come up here with these tobacco chewing geese up. We had to catch a plane to Charlotte, then we had to get a bus from Charlotte to here, then we had to get a horse and buggy to get up here with these geeks up. And let me tell you something, rock and roll is fresh. Thrill seekers, dirty white boy, I don't care who you bring, we gonna get you. You saw what we did to them. If you're familiar with the beating, beating, we just did to that little redneck. You understand? We snatched him out the truck and we beat him in the head. Now, as a matter of fact, I think some of Redneck Benny teeth still stuck in this stick when we put that yeah. on. Y'all got to deal with me. And I don't care how many of you tobacco chewing, geeks getting mad, you can't whoop me. If you think you can, whoever you want to get, put him in the ring. And I'll beat him like I own him. I'll beat him the way he used to beat our ass sister a long time ago. But you can't do that no more. If you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. The only thing we got in common is you didn't like Martin Luther King and I didn't like him either. Because if you smacked him, he'd turn another cheek. But baby, if you smack New Jack or if you smack Mustafa, I'll beat you like I own you. I don't like none of these people up here. And I'm going to tell you, sooner or later, we're going to get what we came up here for. Rock and roll, watch your back. Because baby, you know, we don't fight for We ain't never fought for if I got to get to the parking lot, in the backyard, in the grocery store, at your mama's house, eating pig feet ham hock, I'm going to get you. Sooner or later, you got to step in there. And these country tobacco chewing hog heads up here, they going to see you get beat worse than you ever been beat before. And you can take that to the bank, baby. All right, man, you've heard it, and you're going to hear a lot more from them, the gangsters. We'll be back right after we take this time out. Well, Bob Cottle, boy, he out there looking like, holy shit, what the he's fuck did Cornette put this, me in? <laughs> I bet during the commercial he tells Jim, Jimmy, I don't know how much longer I can do this. Wait, Doc, before you comment, hold on. This, before you say anything else, after New Jack and Mustafa's promo, this is what plays. Bear with me. We're going to get a couple of seconds of the end of the promo. If you'd like to raise money for your school club or that motherfucker just talked about Reginald Denny teeth still being on a nightstick. Mike, would you like to tell the people what you no. people did to Reginald Denny and no. who he was? I don't know what you're talking about. All I know is we just went from a New Jack promo to promoting for your school or civic club organization. We're trying when to raise money. No, when he said Reginald Denny, pal, I came on fucking glued. <laughs> that is, that's raw. <laughs> so tell the people who Reginald Denny was. No, Mike. no, I'm not going there. Why? Just say it. Because I don't want to. Oh Jesus! You won't even do your job. So no, no, you're you 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 want to play heel here? You want to do what you're going to do? So go ahead and no, I'm not playing heel. Denny. Not everybody may remember him. Well, it was and, a, it was a racially motivated hate crime, and I guess it was like '92 during the riots. It was so. the Rodney King riots, and he's yeah. the truck white, shaggy-haired truck driver that they pulled out of the 
the car and hit him in the head with a brick. I've seen the documentary where they talk to him afterwards and shit. It's crazy. But I mean, it's first off. Let me let me say this. I'm not laughing at what happened to him. What happened to him? Oh hell no! I ain't laughing at what happened to Rodney King. I ain't laughing at what happened with Reginald Dandy. That shit was just both both of those incidents were were just completely evil. Yeah, that's some dirty shit. But to bring that up and to to suggest that he (laughs) they were a part of it. And that his teeth were still in the night nightstick or whatever. <laughs> in the area they are in, right, is like setting off a nuclear weapon in that high school gym. <laughs> oh shit! All right, and then to say, y'all gonna have to deal with me. That See, was that's the a- best part. That's the last thing that white people want to do is do that. That's white flight. I don't want to deal with these people, so I'm going to move, oh, right? The he, fuck out. He, right. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you can't leave. I'm here. New Orleans, Louisiana, late 70s, early 80s, white flight. They didn't want to deal with what New Jack's talking about right here. So it they left New, to go to it wasn't New Orleans, pal. It was every city in America except That's right. It really was, actually. I was going to say Detroit, but it was Detroit, too, because they went out to Auburn Hills, remember? So, he's like, y'all going to have to deal with me. And white, and, and apparently, the white people's response was, uh-uh, we just ain't going to come to the arena anymore. <laughs> <laughs> y'all can't whoop me. He basically challenged the whole gym to get in the ring and try some. We know that, and yeah. that, whole, that whole shit, like, I'll hit you back. Well, let me say this. So the only that I quoted that line in my notes, the only thing he says we got in common is we don't like Martin Luther King, because if you smacked him, he would turn the cheek. It, well, if you smack me, I'm going to smack you back. That's <laughs> like, nice. Oh, shit. Bruh. <laughs> it's like these people, I doing? guarantee. I mean, I, these people were not ready for this, which is what it makes is. it so fantastic is that this was just i it was because it, it i mean it the, the reference to reginald denny is dated in 2019 what well, dated then though it, it yeah. was about it was about a year and a half old two years old then which yeah, is fine two years yeah this but you could, Harper, what you, you couldn't oh, say ahead. that sh- you couldn't you weren't nobody else was saying shit like that then you couldn't say shit like that today no. And it is explosive heel work in any era. Hopper, what do you think about this? This was great. My favorite line was, you have to deal with me. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. You have to deal with me. That is so that's, great. That's, and he's a force that the promotion has not seen in almost two and a half years of existence. They have not had to deal with something like New Jack. And the problem was, no. when he said it, it worked in the large cities, but at the spot shows in the small towns, those motherfuckers were like, well, we don't want to deal with him. We're not going. Fuck this shit. We're staying you know, away. And here's the other thing. And don't get me wrong, because I love it, but you got like, the Fullers and the Goldens and, and the Rock and Roll. And it's just, 
it's a continuation of how wrestling's always been just presented under the Smoky Mountain umbrella. And hey, it's been great. Don't get me wrong. I enjoy the shit out of it. This shit feels modern. It feels real. It feels current. And it, it, it's uncomfortable for a lot of these folks. This shit feels like it's different. Man, we ain't seen nothing like this. Damn. I know. Uh, the only thing that comes close. And he caught hell for it too. Was when when Dirty White Boy burned the Confederate flag. That's totally different, though. It is, it is. But it's the only thing that that set out that like visceral, like, wait a minute, hold on. Yeah, he got, cause... he got. He, I mean, the KKK reached out because he started wearing Yankees gear and burned the flag, right? Well, the K, the KKK reached out to and told Tracy Smothers that if he didn't take care of him, they were going to take care of Dirty White Boy later that night. But I think it was more about not the Yankee gear, because that, that shit, whatever. It was more about the fact that he torched the, the Confederate flag in the middle of the ring and lit that bitch on fire in a trash can. So, like, that, that I, but even that, it was a white guy doing it. Oh, yeah. You bring yeah. in New Jack and Mustafa, and it's the whole package and, and like presentation of it. I don't, I don't want to sound like a, like this nerd who's looking at it like that, but it's true. They come out first off. It's everything they do from the the four guys come out before them with the rap they're music a playing. It's a it's they're a gang. They, yeah, it's a um, bunch of black guys in a gang. That's the Bloods. And and then you got Les and Bob who point out this is twice now, and they'll continue to do it. They don't trust the normal security or normal police department, so they brought their own reinforced security to watch their back. And then you got New Jack acting like he's getting frisked out there. And then you got New Jack talking about setting white people on fire and then telling them, y'all got to deal with me and I ain't going no fucking where. It was the perfect storm of, fuck, <laughs> it's intense. It doesn't yeah. get any better. Paul, the other thing is, a- and don't, don't discount this, you and I ain't playing heel here, so shut up. Okay. You couldn't oh, yeah. take Every, everything else two, is a work. I got it. Go ahead. You couldn't take any two black guys and stick them in this situation. It kind of had to be these two guys because Mustafa's crazy looking, and he's the muscle behind in the game that will just—he's insane. And New Jack cuts a, a hateful, like he's believably hateful, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's fucking real. He, I mean, everybody else is, you know, he's leaning forward into that mic. He's, he's amped up. It ain't like, he ain't playing a part. This is, I mean, you, you said it, that Corny said it. Just go make white people mad. Okay. He told you <laughs> and, 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 and if you're, and if you're a black, and if you're a black person like him, that's kind of angry about shit anyway, you probably have a lot of personal experience to draw from to get to this point. I mean, he, he- Corny told him, go out there and wipe, make white people angry. Corny couldn't make up the shit. Like he said, he, I couldn't make up the shit that New Jack was saying. Reginald Denny and Rodney King and, and the NAACP. In Corny's exact words to you and I, Doc, when we had him on the first time was, he's like, where the fuck would I come up with that shit as a white guy? He's like, that's all <laughs> New Jack. Just my only, now, Cornette, my I'm only direction is, to New Jack is go make white people mad. And my thing is, how incendiary was that promo? Now, in a oh, couple yeah. of weeks, or after they're done with rock and roll, he's got Sonny out there on his arm. Oh. That, 
they might have burned the building down with the that's white people I'm, in it. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. And, and she's making else? when she's making and she's making once you go black you never go back jokes. Jesus oh, Christ! <laughs> Blonde hair saying that. Holy shit! <laughs> Yo, we um, never had anybody like you at Wellesley College, but this has been fantastic. <laughs> All right, Hopper. Anything else before we keep moving? We can go. All right. Uh, they cut to a promo from Cornette, and he throws it to Terry and Dory Funk promoting the Texas death match. And then that's followed by Corny cutting another promo. There are severe audio issues in this. So, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, you don't need to play it, but at some point when Corny was talking, somebody in the crowd held up a shirt. Harper, did you see what that shirt said? Uh-uh. Yeah. What did it say? Uh, I, 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 my exact note was ask Harper what that shirt said. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I got it. I actually took a screen grab of it. Hold on, let me get to it in the video. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, like buddy, said, you, man, we're, we're good at this. We're professional YouTube podcasters. I'm professional, professional podcasters. Oh! It I says... Sure, like, with his mom right. as a pig or something, huh? Right. It's Mama Cornette said so or something like that. Uh, yeah. But it's it's like a pig with a bonnet on, and it's mm-hmm. it's supposedly mocking Mama Cornette. Somebody made that up, obviously, but that's what it is. That's foul, hey. making fun of that man's mom. And you know what's funny about this, Doc? You want to con- compare something and contrast something, Hopper? Think of all the shit that Cornette has said to these people. You know, they look like what's that line about the front row? Uh, the front row being on the set downwind, of the downwind from the nuclear facility. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to be mean or anything when Genetic I say this. Defects. Right. I mean, he's look. Let's. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the poor kid with Down syndrome, and they and that dirty-ass cameraman kept it on the kid for, you know, an extra 20 seconds. So, like, I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> think, about, think about all the shit that Cornette said and done to these people, and he hadn't run them off. But you bring a black man in, like, or a, tag, a black tag team in, like, New Jack, and all of a sudden they're like, holy shit, fuck this shit. But Cornette has said, Cornette has said some vile dirty shit about these people and they're and they they boo him and they hate him and want to see his get his ass kicked but they don't run away but then jack comes in and does what he does it's just holy shit yeah oh man it's amazing anyway um anything else doc from this uh that you want to mention no all right that is a Mama Cornette homemade joke. Uh, homemade joke. Homemade shirt. Um, they go after that. They go to a promo. It's uh, Bob Armstrong throws it to Hawk, and then Bob Armstrong, Tracy, and Ron wrap it up. So uh, let me get to that real quick because I was still stuck on the on the shirt. I am trying to read what it says. It says something Cornette, doesn't it, Hopper? Yeah, I think so. And then I can't see what it says at the bottom. See this non HD shit. I, I I don't like it. I like shit to be in HD where I can read it. Know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, here's um, here's Tracy, Bob Armstrong, and Ron Wright. Bob Armstrong, tonight's the night. All the walking and talking is over with. And before I say another word, I want you to hear from our partner, the Hulk himself. You know something, Cornette? All my life, I just couldn't wait to get my fingers in a somebody's eye socket. 
and touch their cerebellum. And you're the guy that I always think about. You along with the bunks. You along with Bruiser Bedlam. Causing problems for Smothers and Armstrong. Well, are you surprised? I'm coming to town. August 5th. August 6th. Double trouble. Coward weighs a flag match. I don't think I'll be waving any flag. Texas death match. Oh yeah. I like anything with the word death in it. How about you, Cornet? How about you, folks? How about you, loser Bedlam? All right, Tracy. What a what a partner you. All right, Doc. Any thoughts on Hawk right there? I thought he was much better than last week. He was good. He's intense as usual. Yeah. Poking eyes out and shit. Why is he sound so high pitched though? Is that the camera, or the recording? I don't know. It might be the. You got to remember when we watch him and cut promos on NWA. He's in a. He's in a nice studio. He's in a with with top notch microphones. Yeah. Um, he doesn't even have a microphone here, so that tells me he, the audio we're getting is from the fucking camera, possibly. Um, so there, there's your answer there with what we're getting on the the sound. Uh, Hop, uh, Hopper, anything from you on Hawk? Yeah, it, this was kind of an upgraded version of what we saw last week. It was like, it, yeah, like when it's just all, I like I like anything with a uh, death in it. That was a good line. So then uh, they go from that to I agree. I thought it, I thought it was definitely better. Um, the the part with Tracy, Bob, and Ron. I thought Ron basically repeated the same message he did a couple of weeks back. But I wanted to ask y'all before before I go ahead and play it. What did you have, Doc? He just talks about like he's gonna be carrying this and have this on him. I was like, shit, you didn't mention that pistol that you probably got on your person too. <laughs> well. well the story was he had the pistol when he was in the wheelchair. Do you think he's got the pistol in his jacket or in his hip? Yes. Yeah. Once you commit to carrying a gun around, you don't really back yeah, off of that. That's true. That's true. I laugh. I said, I remember when I asked Tracy, I said, Tracy, did he really have that pistol on him? Tracy's exact words was, hell yeah, man. That old man was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> And Tracy's crazy. So right. imagine how crazy yeah. Ron Wright must be. <laughs> <laughs> he, stood out, he stood out in the crazy realm to a guy who's crazy. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> okay. I say that respectfully because we know Tracy's listening out there listening to the show. Hey, man, we love you here at Book in the Territory. You're a hero to all, especially Mike. After Tracy and Ron and Bullet, they cut their promo. We cut to the last match. It is Scott and Steve Armstrong versus uh, Chris Candido, primetime Brian Lee for the Smoky Mountain yeah. Wrestling Tag Titles. This was poo-poo, uh, man. So let me f- – with that, <laughs> I'm going to fast forward to the finish. Lots Hold of shenanigans. On. Hold on. Okay. I didn't think it was poo-poo. I said I had decent, but – take a, take a nap, Mike. Harper, primetime look, Brian Lee looks like the hair metal guy. Who decided to get into grunge two or three in '94, right? Like two right. or three. So he's trying real hard because he still wants to be able to pick up chicks and be cool at the club, but he doesn't really understand what's going on and would prefer to listen <laughs> to Motley Crue. Ugh. Right. 
Fuck. Ooh, fuck's yeah, that I'm... song they fucking come out to? Uh, yeah. Get the funk say. out or something. Oh, shit. that's extreme. Get the oh, funk out. Oh, God. Get the funk out. I didn't yeah. think the match was poo, but I mean, you got to know what's coming because the problem is this took place before Night of Legends. Yes. And, you know, so it's just, you, I don't know, man. You, you, you knew it was coming. I mean, I, I understand back then we. You know, stuff wasn't real time. Everything wasn't live like it is now as it comes to wrestling. I say everything. Shit. WWE was late. You know what I'm talking about. Anyway, I mean, you kind of knew it was coming. So long story short, let's get to the end of this. It was a long match for one. But there's lots of shenanigans at the end. The Rock and Roll Express, they get involved as they're trying to help get the referee who missed when Tammy gave Candido her purse. And Candido hits Scott Armstrong. The referee calls for a DQ on the Armstrongs and we go off air. Um, I mean, it... it I don't know. It's kind of to me. It's what you're gonna get in a TV match, in my opinion. But I just especially want this given to be over with. It's especially given all the constraints that you just mentioned that they're under trying to pull this off. Yeah, because they got the Night of Legends, and then they got. I keep wanting to say Summer Blast, Fire on the Mountain. That's happening August fifth and sixth. So it's. Uh, you know, this was good for the people in the arena who wanted to see some, you know, wrestling. But beyond yeah. that, I mean, you knew the Armstrongs weren't going to win. And at the end of the day, right. the Armstrongs end up winning by, um, I'm sorry, Candido and, and Primetime Brian Lee win by DQ because of the shenanigans. And that's basically it. Next week, we'll get a recap and report from Night of Legends. And um, we pretty much go off air at that point. Uh, Doc, what other thoughts did you have about this match? I was wondering at the end if the rock and roll and arm songs were going to kind of square off and have a little tension, but I didn't care enough to really follow up with that. Remember when they did? They did do some tension with them a while back, but I don't. Yeah, think I thought they were going to rekindle that. So let's. Um, I don't know. Do y'all want to? You want to rate it? Bit. Yeah, let's do the disability checks. Before we do so, remember, if you want the video versions of this, go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. You can sign up there, get access to all of the patron-only content, which includes the video reviews, world-class shows, all the other crazy shenanigan shows, the pre-shows, and shows that we do that are not on the free feed. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Doc, please rate it first. I, I really want to hear what you give this, just based on our new Jack and Mustafa discussion. Well, I'm not afraid of doing that. I got a number written down that has not changed or wavered or gone up or down since we hit the record button. Mine uh, went up, but go ahead. Yours what? My my disability check went up during our new Jack discussion. It just I had I had to do it. Uh, I understand because I mean Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, okay, so this is a really as you mentioned earlier a hard episode because you're straddling things that have already happened, things are coming up. And it's not the first week in the town and all of those things. So I thought they did a good job with that. There's a lot of angles that I do care about. There's some that I'm ready for to be over with and uh, some good promos. I'm going to give this an 8.4. Ooh. Harper, why you say ooh? I'm just because I had an 8.5. Well, I'm in that 8.75 category because I had an 8.5. Then we started talking about New Jack and the Reginald Denny reference in it and just thinking about how mean Corny has been to these poor bastards. Poor bastard. You think he's still <laughs> a fucking truck driver? Mm, why not? 
Who knows? But uh, I'm going 875. I just thought New Jack lit this bitch on fire. The Reginald Denny reference with the fucking, if his teeth are still in that stick. <laughs> that's that's criminal. That's that's a crime, man. So so we talked about changing the, for the upcoming weeks, changing the government cheese to the, uh, with the fifth of Henny. Who's going to get the fifth of we I, haven't talked about that. We haven't talked about that. You you mentioned it to me, so go ahead and tell people. I think the government thinking. cheese award ought to get temporarily changed to the fifth of Henny award while New Jack's in the area, so uh, to be culturally sensitive. Yeah. Uh, so New Jack gets my my fifth of Henny, no question. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> Maybe we should change the disability checks to number of bottles of Hennessy. Okay, there you go. <laughs> no, no, I think it's funny though. No, 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 the fifth of Henny. So I gotta agree. I mean, New Jack's gonna get the fifth of Henny from me too. Harper, who's getting the fifth of Henny from you? It's gotta be fucking New Jack with his fucking Grambling shirt. You think you went there? No. Um, <laughs> how do you give it to anyone else? Yeah, no, huh? For oh, real. Shit. Um. So anyway, uh. So all right, let's recap. I gave it yeah. eight point seven five. Doc gave it 8.4. Harper gave it 8.5. Government Cheese Award. We're all going New Jack. So there you go. Uh, While we're sitting here and thinking about it and New Jack's getting the award, remember, use the Amazon referral link. It's tinyurl.com slash btcamazon. It is a great way to support this show. Go buy Bobby Blaze's book. Go buy Pin Me, Pay Me. Go buy Death of the Territories. Go buy anything and everything off of Amazon because, I mean, you really can get just about anything from there, including groceries now. Uh, from, well, groceries have been there, but whatever. Again, it's yeah. tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives and girlfriends, side pieces and hoes in your life and tell them to use it. Great way to support this show on an ongoing basis. All right, Hopper, Doc had to step away for a second, uh, so it's just you and I. You got anything else before we get out of here? Nah. All right, let me get a couple of other plugs in. First off, I want to thank the Wrestling Podcast about nothing with ROH's Brian Malonis and Mike Crockett. Uh, Brian, uh, congrats on signing your ROH deal a few weeks back. I forgot to mention that on last week's episode, but congratulations on signing with ROH. Uh, Well-deserved after 17 years on the indies. But listen to their show, the Wrestling Podcast about nothing, every single Monday. They do some classic stuff, some current stuff. It's an all-around good time, so check them out. That is the WPAN or Wrestling Podcast about nothing. And lastly, thanks to our vantage point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast, with Joe Murata, Michael Quinn, as they give their take on the northern side of pro wrestling's history. Slightly classier and a little bit more professional, but still fun uh, nonetheless. So they support us, so please support them. With that said, Harper, hit the tagline and take us home. Fuck it, bitch.
Thanks, as always, for listening to all of our shows, the Thursday Night NWA Show, the Sunday Night Smoky Mountain Show, and whatever else we put up. And a special shout-out to the patrons out there who support this show that make it possible each and every week, twice per week. And lastly, I want to give some thanks to all the Hall of Fame patrons out there for their Hall of Fame contributions. So thank you very much. So shout-out to Everett Starr, Mike Childry, K underscore row 86, disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Jeffrey, Craig Norman, Johnny on Patreon, the great John Dean at YRC21, Josh Dunn, at Ryan and Auburn, good old Justin, Robert Smith, Joseph Ice, Tim Morecci, the official BTT Research Department, Tim Morecci, Adam Price, Brian Evans, Mark Wilson, Armando Martinez, David Jordan, Jesse Jacobs, Josh Fields, Chris Myers, Gerald Green III, Mitchell Johnson, Mike Prue, Will Parker, Jeremy Bryant, Classy Alex, Slider91 US, David DeVries, Frog Zeppelin, SV Pageant, Bill Salsa, Big Rich, at Spy Boy Sports Cap, R.E. Miller39, J- Dustin Roberts, Jay Shiny, Ruben Espinoza, Merciless Jones, Jesse Lucas, Chris Browning, Justin underscore Andretti, Coleman822, Marty Howell, T Hog94, Godbold Unreal. Thank you all for being Hall of Fame patrons. We greatly appreciate it. And before I get out of here, check out the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast with Mike Prue and his buddy JV as they break down the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin month by month on a weekly basis. I forget where they are exactly right now, but you can go into their archives and listen and go back and check out. I think they start in like 1996, and I believe they're up to 98 as of me recording this. So dive in and enjoy their new episodes. They release them on Wednesday mornings. They're available on most platforms, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, and Google Play. And you can also find them on Twitter at BottomLineCast. That's all I have. Thanks again, everyone, for all of your support. We appreciate it. And I'm going to get out of here. Book it, bitch.